Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, March 13th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Let's look at the big political story. Democrats in the United States have now voted in 24 different states, allocating about half the delegates available before the Democratic convention in Milwaukee this summer. The current tally has Joe Biden in the lead with 846 delegates to Bernie Sanders, 684. 1,991 delegates are needed to secure the nomination for president. After this week's win in Michigan, Mississippi, and Missouri, it's safe to say Vice President Biden is on track to become the party's nominee. Mr. Biden's entry into politics came way back in 1969 at the age of 27 when he ran as a Democrat for the Newcastle-Delaware County Council. Biden launched his campaign for the United States Senate a few years later, focusing on America's withdrawal from Vietnam and the civil rights movement. Despite trailing in the polls by 25 points, Joe Biden won the race in 1972. At just 30 years of age, he entered the Senate. Mr. Biden remained there until 2009 when he was sworn in as the 47th vice president of the United States. Sadly, Joe Biden's personal life is marked by tragedy. Less than two weeks before taking office in 1973, his wife and one-year-old daughter were killed in a car accident while Christmas shopping in Delaware. Biden's sons, Hunter and Bo, survived the crash with minor injuries, but they were just kids and had to be raised by their father alone. Joe Biden was sworn into office by the Secretary of the Senate at a small chapel at the Wilmington Medical Center on January 5th. He would commute 90 minutes each way between Delaware and Washington every night so he could be with his kids, earning the nickname Amtrak Joe. In 1988, Biden had multiple brain surgeries following two near-fatal aneurysms, keeping him out of the Senate for eight months. In 2015, his son Beau died at the age of 46 following a prolonged battle with brain cancer. It has not been easy for Joe Biden, but now he gets a chance to be president. In a moment, the virus listeners sound off. Recently, the stock market has dropped significantly, as you know, and the coronavirus pandemic has already impacted Americans' IRAs and 401ks. Experts are forecasting a long-lasting, possible pullback. So now is the logical time to explore alternatives to protect what you have worked for. Many Americans are moving to physical gold and silver as a recession-proof safe haven for their retirement. American Hartford Gold Group is a trusted leader in gold and silver, and it's easy to get started. They are family-owned and have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. If you are listening to me right now, get a free silver coin from my friends at American Hartford Gold Group. Just give them a call, 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-G-O-L-D. Call now to claim your free silver gift for a limited time. Or visit them on the web at www.billfreecoin.com. That's 877-444-4653 or billfreecoin.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners sounding off about the coronavirus. Each Friday, we read some letters from people who are listening to the O'Reilly Update. We encourage you to get in contact with me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Okay, Janet Ball, Wichita, Kansas. Bill, why don't we hear about North Korea's coronavirus cases? North Korea borders China with huge coronavirus patients, so common sense tells me North Korea certainly has a problem. But Janet, we would never know anything about what happens in North Korea because there's no free press. There's no internet. You've got to sneak it over there. Towers to have the internet come in don't exist. So information out of North Korea is scant. We have no idea what's going on there. We know South Korea has a problem. But in a totalitarian country, you're not going to get a lot of information which is why the coronavirus mounted quickly in China, and for two weeks, nobody knew anything about it. The Chinese government, like North Korea, controls the flow of information. Paul in Missouri. The economy is the only thing Donald Trump has in his favor, and all the animosity he has built up will now come back to undo him if the coronavirus destroys USA economic viability. Um, There's some truth to what you say, Paul. I don't think that the economy is the only thing Donald Trump has in his favor. We know that his supporters are fervent. 95% of the Republican Party supports Donald Trump. But if the economy goes into recession, which it likely will, and doesn't bounce back in the fall, that will hurt Donald Trump's re-election chances. There's no question about it. Dorcas, who's up in Montana, writes, As of today, my life has not changed due to the coronavirus. I have not cut back on my regular expenses, nor have I stopped going to restaurants or public places. Why should I receive a payroll tax cut until the end of the year? Um, The payroll tax cut is still being debated in Congress. It will be targeted to workers. I don't think they can do workers who are affected versus unaffected, Dorcas. That would be impossible. It will be a temporary suspension of the payroll tax, but people are getting hurt. Come on. And if the federal government can mitigate that a little bit, I support it. By and large, the mail that I'm getting from across the country is non-hysterical, and that's good because panic in this coronavirus situation hurts you and hurts the country. So we're all going to be inconvenienced. Some of us will be hurt. Some of us will actually get the virus. You just have to maintain a discipline in your thinking. I think the federal government, from what I can see, is doing what it should do. The states, well, where I live in New York, is a little overreaction, a little politicking going on, but that's all right. I'm going to give them some slack. Let's err on the side of caution, let's, if you believe in God, say some prayers for everyone, and let's remain calm. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually putting it all together. For honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you 
might not know. It is shocking that your home can be easily stolen. That's a lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and then took ownership. In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home, and actually, she got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get her house back. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest-growing crimes. I urge you to protect your home with home title lock. Thieves hunt legal documents online, forge them, stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against it, and you get the payments. No insurance or bank can protect you. Only home title lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not know it. So please register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter Bill, B-I-L-L, for one month of free protection. That's Bill for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. America's newsrooms are in big trouble. According to Pew Research, employment at news agencies is down 23% in just 10 years. More than 27,000 jobs have left the news industry since 2009. Last year, the entire business consisted of 90,000 full-time employees at newspapers, TV networks, or online outlets across the country. Since President Trump's inauguration in January 2017, ratings are down big at MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, has actually seen a 17% drop in viewership in two years. The executive director of the New York Times predicts most local newspapers will be out of business by the year 2025. So what's causing the rapid decline of America's newsrooms? The answer is simple. It's all about money. The news moguls are making a choice to either hate or love Donald Trump. They think that attacking the president constantly is good for business. And loving him constantly is good for business. But what happens when President Trump leaves office? Many viewers are disgusted by the pro and anti-Trump bias. Will they ever come back? Probably not. The Trump situation has fueled a rapid decline in loyalty among American consumers of news. Recent studies show 45% think the media has gotten more biased than it has. The folks cite fake news and anonymous sources for their distrust and disgust. Twice as many young adults, ages 18 to 34, blame partisan bias for the big drop in TV ratings. And here's something you might not know. The decline of once great networks is not limited to the evening news. Late night TV viewership has also taken a nosedive. In the past, viewers would tune into Johnny Carson for a few laughs. Most Americans found him funny, witty, and provocative. Those days are over. CBS Late Show with Stephen Colbert currently leads the ratings with just 3 million viewers. It's a long way down from Johnny Carson, who averaged 10 million viewers a night, and in his final week, 19 million. We'll be right back. If you bought a home in the last two years, do me a favor. Look at your mortgage rate. If you're at or above 4%, you're overpaying. It's time to do something about that because you can refinance now. Make a 10-minute call to American Financing. Take advantage of a free mortgage review. 
Call now, call tonight, this weekend, because they're open and they are ready to help you save hundreds a month. There are no upfront fees, no hidden fees. It really only takes a 10-minute call. And American financing is not going to reset your term. If you have 28 years left, you can refinance to a 28-year loan. You may even be able to postpone two mortgage payments. So don't put off a lower rate any longer. Please call 888-462-9557, 888-462-9557, or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, NMLS, Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.